0: The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
1: Yeah, welcome to the show. Scotty Satley here on a Thursday night. No Jace as he's a little bit under the weather. And uh, yesterday he was, uh, he's finally bowed to the pressure. Don't worry, it's not COVID. He's just an old-fashioned flu, but he'll, uh, he'll play up to it as much as he can. So in his place is former Broncos, Dragons, Newcastle, Queensland hooker, Andrew McCulloch, our old mate, joins us, the boy from Dolby. How are you, Macca? Good Sats. How have you been, mate? How I meant to ask you, your good mate Benny Hunt. Mm. He's a Dolby boy also, isn't no, he? No, he's
2: Dingo. He's a, what's Dingo? Is that a place That's Dingo? That's a place Dingo. His uh, mum and dad used to own the roadhouse up there. So he went to school of about eleven people in primary school, then went to the famous St Brendan School up there in Yapun. His family live oh, up in Yapun now. He so he's, yeah. he's um yeah, Dingo boy. There
1: you go. Yeah, thanks for our partners in Kia. The Kia Sportage, Seltos, and EV6 GT—that was a little bit random, then, wasn't it? Because I've always wanted to ask you that about Benny. I yeah, know a bit wh- more, up, bit more north. I didn't know whether you guys had grown up together, physically grown up together, or just through rugby league. But uh, thanks for joining us, mate. No, I appreciate jumping having
2: in. You on. And a little shout out to our mate who's a bit sick now. Yeah, at the moment. Jace. Jace. Yeah. Yeah. Hope he gets better.
1: I'm sure he'll gorge himself with food to make him feel self <laughs> feel comforted. Uh, on the show today, we've got the Suncorp Safe segment where Daddy Vass asks us a question about whether someone or a team or whatever it may be, may be safe. And this is all during storm season, of course, and fire season. Uh, NRL selection gambles. There's been plenty of signings over the, the off-season. And we're going to have a, a bit of a discussion around some of the selections and where they may play and where you think. I'll give you an example of one. Paddy Carrigan possibly moving to prop to fill the void of Tommy Flegel. Those sort of questions. Are they the right selection gambles to make and Chrissy Nelson will join us from Racing Queensland about what's happening this weekend but to start off the good oil thanks to Cobra Estate Australia's premium extra virgin olive oil now it's been officially announced MACA the Blues today just before lunch they've named their well it's probably been the worst kept secret that Michael Maguire has been named as the head coach of the New South Wales Blues and I know mm. as Maroons we really don't care but I think for the sake of the uh the argument it's yeah, you know, to replace Brad Fittler, who I've got to say, he what, he won three Origin Series. Uh, Billy Slater's pretty, really pulled the wool over his eyes the last few years. But assistant coaches also will be Johnny Cartwright, Matty King and Brett White mm. as well. What do you think about the appointment?
2: Yeah, really good balance. I think first and foremost, Madge has done a great job for New Zealand. Could, so you could sort of see why they've gone after him, but, you know, Obviously, John Cartwright's been there before, experienced not only as a coach, but an assistant coach and a a strong team at the moment. And Matt King, once again, at the Roosters, by all reports, just talking about Sats is he's a great great assistant coach. Yeah. And Brett White, once a player, obviously, really, really good defensive coach and comes from a strong system. And by all reports, at uh, at the Titans, yeah, he's well-liked. So, yeah, good balance of... um, Probably up and coming type coaches, and obviously a senior coach and John Cartwright to help out. I've
1: got to say, Maddie King and Johnny Cartwright. and I don't know Brett White enough to to comment about their personality, his personality. I've heard he's a tremendous guy. I know Maddie King and Johnny Cartwright really well, as you do with Johnny Cartwright mm. with his uh, with his role at the Broncos. But um, he's actually a really good balance for Madge because Madge, who I would walk to the end of the earth for, is just a great guy and coaches really well in a, in elite levels with elite. Um, athletes. That's why he did really well with South when he did. That's why he did well with, with New Zealand. Um, but Johnny Cartwright and Matty King bring him a really good balance as well. Personality-wise, yeah, they you can could, probably can imagine the, that. Yeah, they can lighten the load a little bit and the, and um, the atmosphere. If that makes sense.
2: Yeah, that it does. And you need that. Yeah, everyone's got their uh, not weaknesses, but personalities a little bit different. And in how intense state of origin is at that particular time, those guys are bit probably a bit lighter and been around a bit and is probably a bit more laid back and you need those guys because it's just so intense at that moment. So to have your head coach and a heap of other assistant coaches at the same intensity is probably pretty hard to judge. So you need to be able to find that balance, which it looks like they've they've gone that way.
1: Now it looks like the, the New Zealand rugby league thought it was a conflict of interest that he'd be the coach of New South Wales and New Zealand at once. And I hope they haven't bowed to pressure to the former players uh, but they they asked him to make a choice, whether it was New Zealand or New South Wales, and of course, being an Australian and a proud New South Welshman, he he took the New South Wales job. But this is what Michael Maguire had to say earlier on today when appointed.
0: Well, look, unfortunately, things
1: don't always work out the way you'd like. Yeah, you know, I still feel that I I could have juggled both. Obviously, you know, they're campaigns. Um, it's just understanding that. But uh, look, I respect uh, you know people's uh, thoughts and. Uh, one thing i do know is when you're you're working in a com- campaign everyone's got to be aligned and look you know, their their thoughts are in a different direction so uh, you know I, I respected that um and obviously you know, i'm I'm very fortunate now that i can go on with the blues New South Wales is only a part-time role even though he'll put a full-time mentality into it
2: Yeah it'd have to be you know they're big campaigns too they're not yeah. little ones but you also throw in the raiders as well so you look at Potentially three different jobs—that's hard to maintain. The amount of work—one's got to give, hasn't it? Well, you just think how much work the assistants do alone for club football, let alone try on top representative football. Looking at all the players, who could you bring in? Then you also got to manage New South Wales. Look, as much as you'd love to do all three like anything, and probably play a good little kicker in the in the back too, with a bit of extra cash too. Don't <laughs> mind—you're not, not not talking about that either. You know that all helps, but you got to, one's got to give because you can't give a hundred percent to all those sort of you know teams I
1: suppose the good position that he's in macker is that um he's finished up with New Zealand on the highest mm. on the highest possible crest hasn't he where if for whatever reason just say it doesn't work out with new Zealand or uh, New South Wales at origin level, he'll be at some stage welcome back if they needed him
2: and it sounds like the way he's talking that he probably understands that a little bit mm. that it's going out on the right terms of you know the the blessing from the Kiwis about what he's done for them and then obviously going over to the Blues so yeah he'd understand that he wouldn't want to burn that bridge and what he's done for that country to build them back in and the way they performed in that last game was really really strong so they won't forget that and you just never know what's around the corner especially in origin football so could have a, t- a tough couple of years if it might turn around for him. Now new, South,
1: uh, new Zealand I should say will look for a new coach now and the list will probably go back to the I think the the usual suspects. You'll be see a Stacey Jones possibly. You'll see a Stephen Kearney, who I think's a great man. Steve Kearney,
2: great fellow, yeah,
1: great guy, and probably is best suited to that short term coaching as opposed to the full season.
2: Yeah, and uh, also the resume that he has done with the yeah. Kings over that particular time. Got them time, to number one. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. One you dare say be one of those you know older generation type players that yep. are at core of them, and you can't see anyone that's like Madge going out cross here just at the moment to fill that void, can you?
1: No. I always thought that if he was going to continue as a New Zealand coach, I didn't agree that with the the former New Zealand legends that they'd need to have a New Zealand coach mm. because I, quite frankly, I don't think there's anyone elite enough in the coaching ranks to take on that national side. But I feel as though there needed to be some sort of transfer of coaching over maybe the next two or three years where Madge brings someone in who is, they see as their future coach and, he just develops into their coach and takes over
2: how much coaching do you think goes into the international scene yeah you, know, well, you look obviously well, there's a you know, lot play. of research
1: into the players as yeah. well you've got to continue watching a lot of you know I, I heard
2: Billy Slater or
1: well, someone told me that Billy Slater basically says to his ne- wife Nicole and kids from the moment Thursday night or four or Friday night football kicks off you won't see me I'm just locking myself away i watch every player that's eligible for Queensland I would think if you're taking a New Zealand, Australian, English job at international level—that would be much the same. You'd be watching every player that's. that's Mel, does
2: Mel do that? Has he got a different? Philosophy? I think Michael Hagan would do Michael, it for Mel. Yeah,
1: yeah. Where Mel's a different coach. Yeah, yeah. Like no, it's just
2: all different. Everything yeah. obviously works, but everyone's got their own ideas yeah. and what they do, so and what they bring. So. I would
1: think it would be the New Zealand coaching. I think from, I think from after Origin period, when everything starts... when you. I think that's when so you... So you
2: think you could have managed it? I think you could Hustle have... Past working with Stick at the Raiders. I,
1: I think one of those would have had to... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of, I think Canberra might have had to give way. Yeah. Okay, I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, and just on Origin, before we get to the break, Game 1 of oh, the Women's State of Origin, match will be held on Thursday night, the night before the opening ra- game of the Magic Round. I don't mind that. Yeah. I've, always, I've always thought that the women's and the men's Origin should be on the same night. I'm not going to say curtain raiser. I'm saying header. Um, because I think you need to celebrate the origin on the same night. And I think it's great, further great exposure for the women's game. with
2: Yeah. yeah it's a funny one. I actually spoke to Alan, Br- Ali Brigginshaw not long ago about that. And I think a lot of them would like the idea of before the men just mm. for at least, you know, obviously the atmosphere, of the building up, a lot of people get to the origin before, well, before kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just more eyeballs. Obviously the, television ratings would be through the roof I and mean, they were hoping they were going to get that sort of direction, but obviously not, but it's probably second best is probably that magic round when so much football's going on, so probably add a little bit more to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: I actually don't mind it. Yeah, you're right. I, I tend to agree with you as, as a second option. Uh, this is Sports Day with Sats and Andrew McCulloch here on a Thursday night, brought to you by Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern
0: Victoria. Let's get to a break. <laughs> The All Electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. This is sports day. The All Electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is sports day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Andrew McCulloch here,
1: Jace Away Sick, and also Rat is on what's he on six weeks' holiday now. So yeah, Mac, like he hard. had five weeks' holiday, came back for two days, he's gone for another six weeks.
2: I'm going to take well, my I'm, break now. I'm all, all part of a good <laughs> rule and Brad's doing a very good job oh, of it all for He can't bag blokes for that. He's honestly, not doing anything wrong. So it's good on him. He
1: texts us yesterday, he goes, Oh, how beautiful is it when you fly into Queenstown? Like, seriously.
2: Well we've all been there lately, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have. Great place. What are Great the place. golf courses Great. In we had Jack's Point's probably the best golf course I've ever played at.
1: Is that the one you and I spoke about? It's got the yeah. it's got
2: there, one, of most, the hills, yeah.
1: one of the most scenic golf courses I've ever play.
2: But all three or four around that area, our town areas is unbelievable. Yeah.
1: So be safe with Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. This is where we ask, is it safe? Now, is it safe to say when you played at Jack's Point in Queenstown that you broke 90 on the score, scorecard?
2: Definitely not safe.
1: Definitely not safe. Was it
2: triple figures? Oh, it would have been because that, <laughs> the roughs in New Zealand are a little bit rougher <laughs> than, than they are in Brisbane. At least you can find your ball. Oh, You're another too thick. Another
1: be safe with You've some have been cool hiding question. in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, Valence Tafare, who is the blockbuster centre who was playing with Redcliffe, rugby union boy from New Zealand, came and signed with the Redcliffe Dolphins a couple of years ago, had a breakout season in the Host Plus Cup, Queensland Cup, got a contract with the Dolphins in the NRL scored on debut last year and he set the rugby league world on fire just his build he's very conrad hurrell like isn't he it's very low to the ground strongly built but reading over the last 24 hours that wayne bennett has basically sent him away for two weeks to do one-on-one boot camp training because he's got to lose 10 kilos so the question to you Macra and and also the listeners if he doesn't lose that 10 kilos, is his position safe at the Bronco, at the Dolphins?
2: Well, no, probably not. And funny enough, you asked me that. I've had a little bit to do with uh, the big fellow over the last couple of weeks. So I've been training with uh, Mark Burgess, and he has um, improved his weight. Um, but, yeah, obviously got a lot of work to do, and that just comes back to... Realising opportunities are what at hand for the big fella, and he hasn't come back in good shape. But it is a it's a big um, wake up call for him to be sent away from training to then come back. So it's quite it, humiliating, yeah, actually, isn't it? Yeah. He's got to realise uh, how big of a deal it is to actually be sent away and not be dealt with day to day. So, yeah, he's got a big challenge ahead of him, and obviously a few key players, especially Herbie, coming to the team, and you know got Avirili, Avarillo, sorry. There's a few other good key players coming to that club. So does would Wayne send him away? So
1: he's not under the tutelage and uh, well, the eyes of the club to see how serious he is. So we're not going to hold your hand. You've got to go away and try yeah, and do this well, yourself. As a uh,
2: as a trainer there in Jeremy Hickman's, you you've got twenty or other blokes to sort yeah. of look after. You can't be managing another bloke to lose, you know, potentially whatever it might be, eight, ten kilos or whatever it is. You've got enough on your plate, so. Look, it's a, it's a wake up call for him. He needs to, he's come with a good attitude every time I've seen him. Um, he's got plenty of plenty of work still to go, and a big period probably coming up for him in, in, in going probably back to New Zealand in that Christmas period. So a lot of hard work can be undone, but he's had a good attitude, and that's where he came. And you know, Mark's um, chopper's putting in a lot of hard work too. He's got to repay himself for the effort he's it's put old, in.
1: Old school training too. Old school training,
2: Chopper? and you know, we've been running up hills at Mount Cooth, a bit of boxing himself, so you got to realise you're not with the team. You need to get back in shape and even come close to pushing into that first grade spot because he's nowhere near there. At I've the never moment.
1: understood how players can go away and come back so underdone. Like yeah. I, I could never understand, understand it during my career.
2: It's and you know what I think if you get eight to ten weeks, that's that's hard to do. A lot of that yeah. weight, you know, it's hard to put that much weight on and not do anything at all. So. What would he play at? Do you know what he's oh, playing? Oh, man, he, was, he was 119 down there at Kangaroo Point. Uh, what? T- 119 the other day when he jumped on the scales. I f- saw that. He's not a tall man, no, is he? No, but he he still looks okay, obviously. But in his position and where he's come from, the rugby background, but he to be, af- be able to get off the ground and back 10 metres is the new game in rugby mm. league. So that's something he'll need to work on. But... It's a great lesson for him and probably other good other kids out there about what can happen to you pretty quickly if you don't get yourself into shape and and that's just look someone else will take your position that quickly and a so. blink of
1: an eye can get taken away from you and I hope he I hope he gets down yeah because, so do I mate so know, do he's a bit I. of a cold hero and um, he's been given an opportunity but you won't get a second
2: no well that's, this especially. is it. yeah this is last chance saloon type thing so I
1: like this but I mean because we live in an era now where everyone is so sensitive where Wayne Bennett's gone you know what. I'm not going to use the word fat squad, but if we still had them in the game, you'd be in it. So, why aren't they in the game anymore? Oh, because it's demoralising. Oh, stop it. It's shaming. You're either are fat or you're not. Do you know there's some clubs that don't do skin what? folds anymore?
2: That's ridiculous. Well, I don't. You're either fat or you're not. You're getting paid decent enough money. You can cobble on the chin if you're fat exactly. or not. Exactly.
1: So, I like this from Wayne. Guess what? You put on too much weight. You're, you're a big weight. fatty.
2: Go and, get, go and get trimmed up. Simple Absolutely. As that. Go for your life.
1: So, it's <laughs> safe that's to say hard. if he doesn't lose those kilos, that uh, his days at the Dolphins may be over. Get your home storm season ready with some corp. Well, Daddy Vass has put together our NRL selection gambles for 2024,
0: and we'll get to that after the break. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back. Scotty Sattler and Andrew
1: McCulloch here for your Thursday evening slash night. NRL selection gambles for 2024. Mac, I'm going to throw some scenarios up Mm. to you and we'll both discuss them, see what you think. Probably the biggest signing over the off-season, Stephen Crichton to the Bulldogs, Jack Whiten to the Bunnies. Mm. So they're saying that he's going to play in the centres. Um, they've got Campbell Graham, one centre, Jack Wyden, the other centre. Or do you see him maybe moving into the halves? Does he play six and Cody Walker at seven? Because he's basically said he doesn't want to be the man. He doesn't want to be the guy that has all the responsibility of the side, like he was at Canberra. So do you think he starts the season in the centres?
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd think so. I just think you've got to run with the Elias for a little bit longer. Obviously, young young half's going I to be agree, a little bit yeah. up and down. But yeah. a good little player. Yeah, they're, they're obviously, you see a lot of upside in him for obviously letting Adam go for that. And so, they've obviously invested a lot in Lockie. So, you got to keep him there. Otherwise, that could probably do a fair bit of his confidence. And like you said, Jack doesn't want to be the man. So, Senna's – mate, he, he'll still get plenty of ball. He's a key player there. He'll have you – know, he's obviously got a long, strong friendship with Cody Walker and Luttrell. Yep. So. Mate, he won't be out there not getting any ball. They'll certainly make game plans so he can get involved, even come within the middle of the field if he needs to be such a ball, good ball ball runner and good ball player. So, yeah, I wouldn't play around with that too much. I don't think, and certainly give Illiers a fair crack and see how they go. I think
1: that's a big team, isn't
2: it? You, you think so? And they've been strong, obviously. Campbell Graham, you got, Graham, last you last got
1: Jack White, and you got Latrell at the back.
2: Yeah, good, strong pack. Just wonder, you know, how they are up front. I mm. know. Um, that's probably the only part they're a little bit light on, and is right up middle. But yep. you know they've got um, they've got
1: Jai Tavita, Shaq Mitchell, yeah. Uh, Burgess. Yeah, mm.
2: a couple of yeah. You know, obviously Burgess is coming towards the end, but um, Junior Tadola is a good player. He's up front, but yeah, and I Macelle, think. That, yeah, I still think Noah Selli's gone on the Dragons. Oh, he has too. Yeah, yeah he so has. I do think they're missing a little bit there, maybe on the bench if any position, but yep. the rest of their squads, yeah, really really Joy strong. Arrow,
1: rank haircut.
2: He's a he's a Gold Coast rat rat, isn't he? Yeah, he's a rat. He's a rat. Uh, Matty Burton at the Bulldogs
1: played at 5 eighth, a little bit in the seven as well last year, uh, last season. The signing of Connor Tracy, who was naturally a half 5 eighth Connor mm. Tracy, but he's found himself in the centre and fullback position. Uh, they've also signed Blake Taff, who you would think would be their fullback. So,
2: Matt Burton to centre, or would you keep him at six? No, I think you keep him at six. Yeah. I think Connor Tracy probably has him on the bench. You got Crichton in there as well. So and he, and yeah, it's hard to see who can fill that other void. I just think Matt Burton needs his hands on the ball, big kick. You got the Carl Olawapu or Yeah, Oluwapu. well, I think he's had a bit of a neck injury yeah. there. But yeah, I just think with Burton with his kicking game as well, do you bring him in then for tackle four or five if he is in the centres to kick? So that takes a bit of that, that equation out with his big big kicking. So yeah, no, I wouldn't change Burton out of the centres.
1: Paddy Carrigan moving to prop to fill the void of Tommy Flegler. Now, of course, Fletcher Baker has arrived at the club. He's a big man.
2: Yeah, big lad. I met him the other day, actually.
1: Good, good mobile front rower, actually. I I can't see Carrigan playing anything else than lock, but he does play like a third front rower, doesn't he?
2: He does, and it's just a number on your back, really. So, yeah. um, you know, another one I could probably throw at Kobe Heathering can move to lock. You've got Pat Carrigan up front. And I yep. know Kobe had a pretty strong year, and. That just leaves Fletcher Baker on, that, on the bench, another big body. Uh, so I think they can probably keep him there rather than starting him as They're well.
1: that big Xavier Willison as well. Yeah, a good they?
2: couple of kids coming through. I think Marty Tepau still there. So he's another one that can fill a void for 10, 15 minutes. So, yeah, they've got some options, which is really, really good. But they are going to miss paid uh, at some stage.
1: Okay, last one. Canberra Raiders, who are very thin when it comes to backs, mm. very top-heavy when it comes to, to forwards. Xavier Savage to fullback. Now, he only played one game in 2023. Jared Croker has now retired. And one center will be Matty Timico. Tremendous center, mm-hmm. Matty Timiko on the right side. You'd think Sebastian Chris, the other center, because he's actually played really
2: well at fullback. Yeah, it's an interesting one. You just see how quick Savage is. So yeah. I haven't seen a real lot of him with the ball and hand type thing, but as, a, as an athlete and how quick he is. He's not a big he's... passer. Yeah, so it's depending on what they speed. want to do there, but yeah, Timoko a, a strikes and he's a he's a good vo- filler void for obviously Croker, but yeah, Sebastian Chris Chris did really well considering last year wasn't starting there at fullback and yeah. then slotted in there really well.
1: I've got to say Xavier Savage reminds you a little bit of like of a, a Billy when he first mm. came into grade. It was just all pure speed, natural speed, and then the passing game developed over the next sort of four or five years. Yeah, that might
2: t- take some time, and preseason's obviously good way to get a bit of practice yeah. in there so obviously a good chance there for him
1: let's see how they all go those uh, selection gambles for 2024 let's get to a break and after the break uh, further sports update here on sports day
0: the all-electric kia ev6 with up to 528 kilometers of range this is sports day The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show and uh, another sports update
1: here. I I suppose we we could have put this in the Suncorp safe signing segment as well because the Roosters, I tell you what, they're amassing a very, very formidable side with Dom Young going there, Spencer Lenu going there (laughs) on the back of... Kiery and Sam Walker and Joey Manu, James Tedesco. Keep going, keep
2: going. Yeah, sense, yeah. Joseph
1: Lee yeah. for another year. Uh, what, Brandon Smith, Victor Radley. They're doing well. They signed yeah. Nat Butcher again. Good side. Now, the Roosters, they've re-signed Satili Tupanua till the end of twenty twenty seven season, uh, 2027 season, I should say. It's a pretty safe signing, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I think so. He's a good quality player. Obviously, a couple of injuries there, but yeah. I think he's... Shown enough promise, no obviously see it within him as well. So yeah, good on him for the security.
1: Hey, we'll ask you this, Mack. I know we we touched on it earlier on with Michael McGuire being the the Blues coach. He's made no announcement, and there's, there's been no intimations that he's uh, that he's going to to do it either. But James um, Tedesco, it'd be interesting to see whether he steps mm. away from rep footy.
2: Yeah, I always wondered when you get to that point in your career and how dom- dominant of a player he's been for. So whenever he drops back a little bit compared to how strong he was previously, it always makes a bit of speculation of what he's going to do. But He's the captain of his club. Captain he's, he's never
1: captain a Premiership winning side. He's, Boyd Cordner was the captain. Yeah, in.
2: it's just... Yeah, and obviously in that position, there's plenty of, um, yeah, I guess, red-hot players at the yeah. moment in that key position. So you'd, you'd like... Yeah, it'd be hard. And, uh, yeah, you'd nearly think this could be it this following year. But, yeah, obviously comes back to form. And once again, um, the Australian fullback as well. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he decides. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see his form is for probably the first three or four months.
1: And also some, some other quick news. The Brisbane Lions in the AFL women will go up against North Melbourne at 2.30 on Sunday at Icon Park in Carlton. And also the Brisbane Heat are into the the WBBL final after defeating the Perth Scorchers last night pretty easily in the end, 67 runs Uh, Grace Harris, who's an absolute champion, uh, she hit 53 runs 33 balls, and now play the Adelaide Strikers on Saturday in the Decider, Chris Nelson from Racing Queens and up next on Sports Day day.
0: The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range this is Sports Day Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Racing everywhere, each and every
1: day. Well, as you said, if there was eight days, they'd race on that day as well. And Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland joins us like he does each and every week. And racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. What's gambling really costing you, Chris Nelson? How are you, pal?
3: I'm oh, going very well. Great to chat, Sats and uh, and Andrew. Should I go with Andrew, or can I call you Macca? Macca. You no, Macca, Macca, your Mum calls right. me Andrew. Macca it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> you
1: played any golf lately, Nelson?
3: Yes, I played at uh, I played at Woodford on Monday. That's you know it. where what? Woodford is? Yeah. Where yeah, the yeah. Course is there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a good little course. It's a it's a public course, but and look, it's one of those ones that needs a bit of rain. So this week probably would have helped it out. But it wasn't in bad condition there Monday. I like the layout of Woodford. It's not as, you know, it's not as upmarket as some of the ones up here on the sunny coast. But but it's a good layout and a good course.
1: Yeah, nice. Now, what's happening this weekend in Queensland racing?
3: Well, I've got a big day of course at Doombin on Saturday. Uh, the country comes to the city. We've got these country cups uh, finals or country series finals. The country cups challenge and the country stampede. So couple of uh, races there, the top of the they are races 3 and 5, and if you can find the winner of those, you'll probably uh, end up in fun on the day, because they are always hard to pick. Uh, we also have the Group 3 George Moore, over 1,200, and that features the likes of Rothfire and Zoo Style, so that's a really good sprint race. Uh, the listed tail stakes, over uh, 1,600 metres, and the listed mode stakes for the three-year-old fillies, over 1,200 metres. So it's a really good quality there. At Doombin on Saturday. We also race on the poly track at the Gold Coast. Last one before the grass mm, next Saturday, yes. of course. Townsville up north, Toowoomba in the twilight zone. And then we return to the Sunshine Coast on uh, on Sunday. Some country meetings that aren't covered by the tab. But if you're in the area, you can head to Bar Calden, Gundawindi, Mount Isa and Thangool. I know so you'll be all over those.
2: Chris, uh, any tips for the weekend coming up that um, the viewers might be able to load up on?
3: Definitely, Maka. Now, we'll take a multi. I know you like your multis. So let's go with race four at Doombin, number three, Defiant Spirit, who ran really well first up at the uh, Sunshine Coast two weeks ago. I just think the extra distance will suit. So race four, number three, into race seven, number three, Abounding, who was very impressive winning late October at Doombin. Kept nice and fresh. Ran down the track in a trial since, but wasn't asked for any effort effort whatsoever. Don't worry about that. So just put those two in a multi. Race four, number three, and race seven, number three.
1: Beautiful, Nelson. Thank you very much. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Thanks, Nelson.
3: Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.
0: The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day.
1: Let's wrap the show up. And before we do that, we'll get a community update. Thanks to Fire Coat, Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. You learn everything, don't you, about this Fire Coat? I love this product. Now, there are no current bushfire warnings in place across Queensland. But as we know, the temperature is starting to rise very quickly after the rain. In some areas, Qf- Q- 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 QFES are reminding listeners to please have their bushfire survival plan ready this summer and to start up to date on all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, visit qfes.qld.gov.au. And the community update is brought to you by the new Coat product, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Macker. thank you very much. Thank you, Sats. Appreciate having me on. So what's on this weekend?
2: Off to the race is Sunday, so that sunny should be coast. good. Yeah, yeah Jack nice. Reed's got a charity day up there, so it's... Uh, so what's the charity innate aid of? Well, it's all to go back into the Surf Lifesaving Club there at Mooloolaba, so it helps with the Is he a Sunny nippers. Coast
1: boy? Not a ri- originally. Oh, he's no. originally
2: Bribie, but his, ba- his office is actually based at the Surf Club, so it's all to raise funds for there, so it should be a, a good Sunday. Bribie Island Warrigals. That's exactly right. And S.E.N. Chrissy, Chrissy party too, Sats. So
1: tomorrow. Have you yeah. come and
2: dressed up? Uh, no. And have you been naughty or nice? Bit of both. <laughs> of course, yeah.
1: Your mate, Matty Gillett, he's a Bribey and Warrigal as well, he
2: isn't is he? Yeah,
1: he now, is. you <laughs> listen here. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty <laughs> what, boy. Where no, did that come, come from, Daddy Bass? <laughs> what was that for? Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, Macker. mate. Have a great weekend. And thank you for joining us on Thursday night here on Sports Day. Hope you have a great weekend. And we'll see you Monday.